Hello, and welcome to the I2 podcast. This is Jess. This is Elsa. And we're sitting down with Jordan Maney. She is the founder of All the Days Events Company and is responsible for helping couples wed differently. We sit down and talk to her about um, her passion for um, equality and being her fabulous, self-loving individual and uh, a bunch of girl talk. Yeah. Listen in. Oh my God, we're back. Um, this is, we're here with Jordan. Hi. Mamie. 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 I'll insert a rap porn on the, on the back end. That was <laughs> so unnecessary. <laughs> She's making her entrance, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> on a white well, elephant. <laughs> there are 16 kids behind me carrying my Beyonce level wig. It's <laughs> insane. Yes. So thank you for sitting down with us. Oh thank God. you for waiting for me to get home. <laughs> thank you. No, it's funny because it was like a whole process to oh, get yeah. me in here because my phone died. <gasps> and I'm just like, oh my God, how am I going to get inside? And then I moved because I got in a car accident. So I'm not in my car and I'm in the van, like the family van from 1996. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't look sketch at all. <laughs> Is um, it white? It's, of course it's white. <laughs> and so I like parked in front and then I got out of the car and I'm in sandals and I stepped into a mud pile oh um, my like a dummy and so I'm like I need to wait my feet and then I don't have my purse I have my backpack so I'm just like <laughs> standing in the front looking either incredibly lost or <laughs> incredibly confused yeah. and like I just felt like I was like I feel five right now so I'm really grateful wait so how did you get in I like went through and I called your number yeah and then my phone died, so I went back to the car oh, no. to charge my phone for like two seconds. And then you were like, okay, call TJ. And he gave me the last name. So then I called him, and then I got in. Okay, and then my phone died on the way up. So I was just like, oh, I do, I'm do. i going to have to go back outside to charge my phone to figure out what the no. number for the apartment is. But he was like right outside. And I was like, and he was just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, sure. I think I recognize you. Hey, girl. He's met you. I know, but I, I never... That's a weird thing where I never think people remember me or I never assume that people I feel that, me. yeah. So I was just going to like, in a backpack, I probably looked terrifying. <laughs> I probably, he was just like, who is this you black like woman at the end of the aisle? What is this shining level creepiness? I love it. I love it. He was like, hurry up and get in the, no, I'm just joking. He was perfect gentleman, but yeah. Good. Yeah. So <laughs> what do we, I mean, we still have to figure out what do we want to talk about? Tell us about all the days. Okay, so <laughs> it's her baby. It's my little baby. Um, I started all the days. It's an event planning company, primarily, really just weddings. Um, in 2016, I launched it September 2016. I had worked at a local venue here for some years and learned a lot about just kind of like pumping out weddings and what production looks like. And I was like, you know what? I think I can try this thing out. Um, and I'm also like always on a soapbox. So it kind of, the, the marriage of, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You're going to hear me burp because I'm drinking Do it. seltzer water. So. <laughs> um, the marriage of having like that little soapbox bleeding heart feel because we do serve primarily same sex couples. 
Um, and then also just doing something different. Like, mm-hmm. wedding planning doesn't have to be so basic. Yeah. And, like, the people and the couples that I serve are not. Mm-hmm. They're usually couples that you don't see on the cover of The Knot. Um, and still, are, their love stories are just as valid and beautiful. And I don't know. I don't take it for granted. I really love what I get to do. That's awesome. I've been to one of her weddings. Actually, oh, that's right. yeah. that, that's, that's a code word ghost sweat is what I call that <laughs> wedding. Because it was Oh my god, yes. Right? Okay, so it's it was beautiful. It was in Goliad. It was at this like almost sacred side of Texas history. And me being me, I was scared. I was like fully like, oh, this is haunted. Um and we were outside, but by the end of the night, like everything, even though it wasn't wet, like everything was covered in this weird like moisture. Yeah. The grass so, or everything? Like everything. The grass, the the tops of the tables, like everything. There there was like a bit of a fog that descended uh, on this like fort. So yeah, we were in a big rectangle. Where hundreds of people died. Uh, yeah. So I was just like, oh, this is ghost sweat. Like this mm-hmm. is just, mm-mm. Yeah. I'm not, mm-mm. And like there's a museum and bef- well before the ceremony, I was like walking through I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I felt like this pressure Mm-mm. on my shoulders. And I was like, look, I've seen way too many horror movies. I'm making it to the end. So let me just turn around. <laughs> Don't go up the stairs. I'm not going up the stairs. I'm not asking who's there. I'm just going to turn around. Nope. My favorite was when, so they like they lined the perimeter with these teeny tiny like tea candles. Mm-hmm. And they just flickered all, all night long. And Aww. it was cute. But at the end of the night, it's like, oh, you, it, it you was, were like, yeah, Jason, you go get those. It was hilarious because Jason looked at me. He's like, oh, you must be tired. I'll go get them. I was like, yeah, yeah. That's why so I don't want to go get these candles in this very haunted old place late at night. Mm, yeah, I just, I'm just tired. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So how many weddings do you think that you've witnessed? I don't even I'm just gonna I'm gonna say over a hundred that's amazing at least over a hundred that's so awesome just because they're so especially now I feel like our generation has made wedding attendance like a thing yep on a level that it wasn't before mm-hmm. or it's like a part of your social season like well, I think it's because we don't really have other things that we go to like there's no formals there's no like debutante balls and like stuff like that we, y'all, don't, y'all don't go to cotillions or no. anything? We don't, we don't have kids so you know yeah who are we gonna go that's true it is interesting being a wedding guest is interesting like any other perspective I'm so weird any other role in a wedding I'm like oh I I'm so bad I don't have to do that like, I would be nervous if I was officiating. Obviously, if I was getting married, I'd be nervous. Being a bridesmaid. Yeah. Ooh, that's unpaid labor. I've literally told friends before, like, oh, don't I really me. don't want to do that. <laughs> don't ask That me. sounds like a pain. Like, I, I'm overly, like, nope. Like, even without them getting, like, getting engaged or anything, I'm just like, that sounds awful. Mm. <laughs> Oh I mean, God. but also, like, as a plus-size person, I'm not going to wear the same thing as everyone else. I'm not going to... I'm also size 11 shoe, so that makes it hard to find all those, like, the satin foot pumps. No. Mm-hmm. So, I've, never, I've gotten lucky to I've wear 
Yeah, I've gotten lucky to the ones that I've been asked to be in are like my best best friends, yeah. and yeah. they already know my what I do and mm-hmm. don't want to wear, so they just let me pick whatever. Yeah, as long as it's within their theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the life of a of a bridesmaid slash maid of honor is no joke. I I don't know how they do it because I'm I always love to be at my couple's weddings, obviously, but obviously but i'm always like oh but i got paid to be here whereas if you're especially if you're like the maid of honor you're paid to be there which no shade to anybody who's been a maid of honor but i'm just like wedding showers engagement parties bachelorette parties bachelorette parties your rehearsal dinner flights if you have to get in there lodging your dress hair and makeup shoes (laughs) all this other stuff I'm not gonna do that to anybody. I'm gonna be like, we already we've been married for three years. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Don't Surprise. worry about it. Surprise! We didn't tell anybody. So, what would you say are maybe like top two, top three wedding trends right now? Top two, top three wedding trends. Ooh, my editor for Catalyst Wedding Magazine. <laughs> no shout out there. Um, <laughs> they're not a sponsor. <laughs> yet. <laughs> um, hmm. Jen would be okay. So okay, this is a good tie-in. So like cannabis weddings are becoming like a thing. Uh, cannabis infused. I'm going to um, the cannabis wedding expo in Denver on March 3rd to learn more because mm-hmm. Texas isn't enlightened yet. <laughs> Get it? That was. I'm sorry. That was bad. Um, Having, like, cannabis-infused foods, alcohol, like, stuff like that is kind of, like, a cool way to bring it in. Um, trends, 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 trends. Off the top of my head, that's... Well, I mean, like, personalization. Like, couples are making it oh, yeah. super personal, which I like. Um, it's not just the, the standard, this is when we're going to do this, this is how we're going to do this. It's, like, bringing in you know, moments from their love story or places that they've moved or music that they like that maybe their parents don't, but who cares? It's their wedding. Um, well, for Megan and Re- and Jason's, they had their invite, which is so them. So cute. I still have it. <laughs> yeah. The little Texas passport. It's more in there, yeah. So it was I a Texas passport it. with little, like you would go up to different family members and get, get them stamped. to stamp it. Aww, it was super cute. cute. It was super cute. But just bringing, like, that context and substance into the ceremony so it's not just, like, oh, something that anybody could do. It was really ours. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. And then, of course, you know, color palettes, your lavenders, your burgundies, your corals, and I'm kind of naming them by season. But um, Do you find that, well, <clears throat> as far as fashion goes, when I deal with the boutique, a lot of the... Obviously, like the Pantone colors of the season mm-hmm. are dictated, and then yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know I see a lot of that. Do you see that in weddings too? Yeah, I feel like I get a lot of uh, like a coral or blush and navy uh-huh. with you know gold accents, uh-huh. um, sage green and a navy and gold accents. <laughs> um, Note sil- to self, don't do gold. <laughs> I didn't say it. I don't know. I'm just realizing there's a lot of gold. Um, so what has been the most like out there color for a wedding? I feel like I don't get that enough. Mm. I really want that though. I want someone to be like, we're doing like 
neon green chartreuse chartreuse I like that a chartreuse and a citron or mm-hmm. something just like uh, fun and different and finding ways to incorporate that because I don't feel like I get to flex creatively the way I want to yeah um but usually the, the colors are just things that they've they like that mm-hmm. it's kind of I don't know meshes well with their with their temperament and how they are as a couple and their individual personality so that's pretty cool to see now y'all know if you want some out there colors go to jordan please come <laughs> if you want to do something some weird shit i'm talking halloween yes. wedding with a seance in the middle of it <laughs> like i want that is personalized right? hashtag go sweat <laughs> hashtag go sweat like i really i really do want i love seeing the ways that people celebrate themselves and being able to facilitate that. So if you have something out of the blue that you want to do, please come to me. I'd love to help. All the days? <laughs> All the days of Ant Company for now. The name's changing. But Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. dun. Yeah. This is, y'all are just y'all are in the inside scoop. Of, yeah. Scoop, scoop, scoop. <laughs> um, how do you like being a business owner? Um, I, I feel like there's this high when you decide that you want to be a business owner. I'm like, uh-huh. like, I'm the ah. boss. I get to do whatever <laughs> I want. <laughs> you know, type thing. And then there's this like, this um, deep realization of like, oh shit, I have to manage myself. Oh damn. Mm-hmm. It's different when someone else is yelling at you about like, man, you should have done this. But then it's like when it's you and you're like, I can work from home. Let me just snuggle under these sheets real quick and send this <laughs> um, type thing or, or whatever it is. Like you have to learn how to manage yourself. And that requires like just a lot of energy. And I think especially now with like the hashtag girl boss and all this, we like glamorize mm-hmm. being a business owner and there's very few things glamorous I was gonna about say, it. But like, yeah. yeah, there's it's hustle like, culture worries me. It worries me too because it's like every minute you need to be doing something, and I'm like, no, you gotta sleep. Yeah, I learned that in 2018. You mm-hmm. do need to sleep. That is necessary to your function. But um, I love it. It can be frustrating, and I also realize like there's no other like I'm no matter what I'm always gonna be a business owner. Like I'm just. The way my brain is wired mm-hmm. fits this. Yeah. So I love it. Do you, I know it's a progress, mm-hmm. but do you have any tips on how to attain some semblance of balance? So I heard someone say this and it's really resonated with me. Um, don't try to achieve balance, try to achieve harmony because nothing is ever going to be like oh yep. 50 over here no yeah. like um and i think we have that at the women's business accelerator uh-huh. which you should do yes. offered by the uh, lift funds women's business center um but just the idea that like maybe you focus on friends family and work today and your personal stuff takes a little bit of a back seat but tomorrow self-care is the main priority boom 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 um, just trying to keep those things in harmony so that you don't snap and lose your mind and like freak out and have a panic attack, which yeah. those are not fun. Um, yeah, just like just trying, realizing that you have to manage yourself in order to run your business. Mm-hmm. 
So like making sure that self-care isn't like a luxury or an option, but a priority. Like if you need an hour every day where you don't do shit, put that in your calendar is my don't do shit hour or whatever. But just make sure that it's there, that you honor that so that you're not in these streets like threatening to stab people. (laughs) Like seriously, like you don't No. So Jordan and I are accountability partners yeah. with our <laughs> which is business accelerator. Yeah. Um, so we meet weekly and we like talk about our happies mm-hmm. and our goals of the week and like the struggles of the week and it just keeps us kind of accountable and motivated. And something that I, I'm just so fascinated because Jordan reads so much and I that's do. one of my goals. I can't help it. And the way that she, you shouldn't have to help it. I know. Me. And I'm just like, oh, book. Let me yeah. Read it. She's like, oh, I read this the other day. I read this the other day. So even just being around her, I feel so much more enlightened. Um, oh my gosh. But, so but Wait, what are you she, reading? She'll just have a random book. She's like, oh, you know what? Whatever you're saying now applies to what I was just reading. Let that's me so, that's so send you true. the article. I do always have like, the most <laughs> random books. Like, where did you get that? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so like Blue Ocean Strategy was one that I just finished, which was amazing. Which would did y'all see the documentary Life Is But a Dream, Beyonce's HBO documentary? Yes. No. Okay. Do you remember the iconic scene where her choreographer is like going off on the dancers because they were supposed to wear like these hats and they they weren't secure and he like went off and he was basically like. You know you could put some uh, some wig glue, some weave glue on these things, make it sit down. But he goes into this whole rant. Please look it up on YouTube. I'm gonna. Um, where he basically says, like, you got to stay in your... I'm going to cuss. Is that okay? Go yes. ahead. Okay. Encourage. He's like, you got to stay in your motherfucking lane. And if you're going to switch lanes, put on that change lane type thing and move <laughs> over. But you got to let people know. <laughs> I say all that to say... Um, Blue Ocean Strategy, sorry. Blue Ocean Strategy is a book about creating your own lane and staying in it. Um, Because, like, a red ocean is, like, a really bloody market, very competitive market, so you're, like, stabbing each other, essentially, and the water is, like, red with blood. Yeah. Because you're doing the most and you're not making any traction. But a blue ocean is one that's, like, your own, that you've created this different experience this different market for yourself so you're not competing with anybody else yeah so by the time people catch up to you you're already light years ahead so just books like that um the life-changing magic of tidying up there was one the other day oh sorry no go no no. where you said because like towards the end of the year last year and then beginning of the year this year it was just draining yeah I was drained in all fronts Mm -hmm. and you were like you need to make sure I said something about energy yeah and you said there's three parts to energy there oh wait the bucket yes okay so please so when I when I first started going to therapy which is amazing (laughs) you should go um (laughs) my therapist at the time said like your energy comes from the same bucket Uh so your mental emotional and physical energy all comes from the same place so if you're like, maybe you're not exerting a lot of physical energy, but if you're just doing a lot, like I do mentally, where you're like constantly overthinking and riddled with anxiety and just like replaying scenarios and mm-hmm. trying to find like, make meanings out of nothing. Um, and you're tired by noon. Right. Because you've just like exerted so much mental. Exactly. So like all your energy comes from the same source. So you just have to be conscious of how you're using it. And it was physical, yourself. physical, emotional, and mental. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Interesting, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> then the other thing, um, what was, uh, lactivity? Lactivity, yes. <laughs> Although somebody like likened it to lactation and ruined it for I me. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I almost think of activia, but I just <laughs> rise above it. Wait, so is that the lack of activity? Yes. Who, yeah, lacking activity. Like, so I call my Sundays my day of lactivity. Um, lacking activity, not lactation. Um, <laughs> because you just need time not to do shit. And it, like we were talking about that earlier where there's like this hustle, excuse me, culture of like you have to be doing something at every possible moment. If you're not doing something, you're a failure you're and you suck and you're behind and you're going to die. Like it's so like, <laughs> it's so, it's so negative and it's so ingrained in us to like work while we're sick and not let our bodies rest or like take a nap. Like, in December, I had to, like, lecture myself because I was like, oh, I could be doing my emo right now. And then I was like, bitch, go to sleep. You're <laughs> I mean, tired. Isn't that just, like, another way to mother yourself? Like, yes. that's my therapy coming yeah, yeah. into play. Like, she's always telling me, like, you know, whatever might have happened in the past, mm -hmm. now is your time to mother and, like, mm -hmm. ask yourself what little Jessica literally would, how would you treat her? And yeah. how would you make her better and like coach her through things and yeah. it's like oh shit because yeah if you're tired and cranky you're not gonna get anything done so exactly. go take a dang nap exactly um i feel like that's adulthood though is like your parents like give you the keys to yourself and they're like okay go manage yourself sometimes i feel like they give you the keys and they like sometimes the keys are fucked give up you the manual <laughs> sometimes the keys are fucked up sometimes they give you the clicker in your own parking lot like car. trying to find your car <laughs> yep. you're just like which one am i in right now or they give you the wrong keys and you're like oh that's why it didn't turn mm -hmm. on okay but yeah like it's just figuring out how well it's two things it's figuring out how to manage yourself moving forward but also learning and like reconcil reconciling the ways that you were managed beforehand that weren't good for you yeah and that's the part that kind of sucks sometimes. Yeah. To take it to a dark place, because I do that a lot. <laughs> Wait, which part? <laughs> like, we'll get, we'll, I mean, no parent is perfect. Um, nobody's perfect. But, like, you learn a lot about how maybe that wasn't good for me, or maybe that was possibly traumatic, and yeah. they don't realize it. But you have to reconcile a lot of that so you can move forward. But it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> She's so wise beyond her I years. know. I met her and I thought she was like 30-something. Not because like you look 30-something. Thank you. Not that age is, age is a fucking oh whatever God. time circle. But you speak with such ease. Really? Yes. That's so, okay. So like, oh, okay. Like I never feel out of sorts when I'm with you. Really? Or like stressed. Or anything of the sort. Oh, Even when you're kind of stressed, I'm always like, nope. Oh, that makes me feel really good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm really bad at receiving compliments. Water but I really love that. Yeah. Like, yeah, for real. Because I don't know. Like, life is weird. And I kind of, I try to operate from the place that, like, everybody's having the worst possible day of their life in most of my interactions. Sometimes I don't give that to people. Because we all have those moments where we're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Fuck off. Like, we're just like, ah, I didn't eat breakfast this morning, so screw you, and I hope it burns when you pee. Um, yeah. And then we have a snack and come back 
down oh, yeah. a little bit. I needed down. coffee this morning. I was like, rawr, rawr, rawr. and then I finally had coffee, and then I was like, exactly. Yeah, like it's yeah, but I don't know. I it's weird how the difference between like how we view ourselves and process things versus like how other people view us. Mm. Yeah, because it's like I don't know if you've ever watched BoJack Horseman. Mm-mm. It's a trip, um, but there's an episode where you hear that one of the main characters like inner dialogue, and he's just like, "You suck, you're trash, you're garbage, you're not good at what you do, blah blah blah." And like, but you hear all the other characters speaking to him too, and how he just is fo- so focused and like wrapped in like the negativity in his head. Wow. But um, I had a life coach one time, which is amazing. Um, but she said, if you, if that negative voice in your head, which I call Loretta, because she, I'm sorry if anybody has a mom named Loretta, but every Loretta I've met is kind of like a, a hater, um, <laughs> it's like just hateful. Um, but if you, if someone were to say the things that you say about yourself in your head to your face, you like beat the shit out of them. Yep. Right. You'd be like... <laughs> What did you say? Uh-huh. Excuse me? What the fuck did you just say? Yeah. You're wearing that? And I'm like, yes, bitch, I'm wearing that. Like, But we do that constantly all the time. And so just trying to be better about... Be nicer to yourself. Or the things yeah. that you would say to yourself, you would never say to your very best friend. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So like learning how to be a friend to yourself and be gracious mm-hmm. and be like kind and be like, oh man, that sucks that you had a bad day. Let's like, you know... It's hard. Do you have any affirmations that you use? Um, I just get in the mirror and I just kind of like, I don't know. I'm so melodramatic. But I'll just like get in the mirror and be like, bitch, yes, work. I see you, girl, with that vitamin C serum. Come through, skin shining. Okay, girl. Like, I'm just like, like, I'm just, you just have to like, you know, cheerlead a little bit and like be your own hype man. And it's, because I'm really good about doing that for other people. Yeah. I'll be like, I jokingly told another group of friends, like, we like had like an initiation, but we were just like put each other in a circle and just complimented them till they cried. That sounds so good. It was really adorable because we were sitting at Burleson and just crying and everybody thought we were drunk. We were just, <laughs> we were just complimenting each other. Um, but you kind of have to do the same thing for yourself. Be like, okay, peep toe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Yo, you're killing the game. Do you know who you like? And even if you look insane for a minute, like just to, I don't know, give yourself that confidence boost because we all need it sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also recognizing that everybody is just as riddled with anxiety and yes. self-conscious and, like, afraid of someone finding out that they're just trying to figure the, the fuck out, too. I think, like, it's when really I was free. in therapy with my first therapist, she retired. I didn't break her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wasn't even going to I know, I know. I always, have, I always have to preface. Um, we would talk about how it's, like, just go to the gym and you'll work out some of that energy, you know, it'll be fine. And I would always like, ah, and I'd give her excuse after excuse. And it mm-hmm. was like, no one's looking at you. Like, yeah. and even if they are, it might be fleeting. And yeah. even if they are, who gives a shit? But yeah. like, no, everybody's thinking about what, like yeah. their own struggle or yep. whatever they need to go get from the store <clears throat> mm-hmm. or not falling off the treadmill. Exactly. And so, I mean, it does, it does help that I went over to the, the why where everybody's like 67 mm-hmm. um but hella more fit than i am so it's like if i'm comparing myself it's still like a tiny old person yeah so yeah i had that at a friend's wedding where i would like never bare my arms because i'd feel like 
okay, I don't know if this is like a plus size girl thing, but like, do you ever remember when you like first called yourself like fat or felt like shame for your body? And how like you're so much small. You were so much smaller in comparison. Than you, are now. you are now. It's, it's just, anyways. But um, like would feel shame about like my arms or any part of me that had like a stretch mark. But I remember I tried to like make my bridesmaids dress work with like a shawl, which just made me look elderly. <laughs> and it didn't work. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I'm just not gonna wear a cardigan, which I usually always have on. I do have one on right now. Um. <laughs> And it felt so liberating because nobody was just like, oh my God, her <laughs> arm, she has stretch marks. Like, no one, like, no one was going down. Yeah, no, no one like yeah. just burnt their eyes and like burn out of their head. No one stood up and was like, fast. Like, no one, <laughs> no, the things that we think are going to happen that are going to be like fully terrible, like yep. nothing happened. Yeah. Nothing happened. And I think I it's like, still a journey, though. Like, you did yeah. it that one time, but, like, it's about doing it over and, and over, over until you feel like, whatever, it's just an arm. Exactly. I just want to be in a cold fire in, like, a gold lamé <gasps> bikini. <laughs> so brave. Like, oh. So fat. I was going to so say, what is the hashtag? The hashtag brave and fat. I love that. Oh, oh, my God. But, like, at the end of the day, she's not, like, rescuing people from a fire. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> she's literally just not wearing a whole body. Yeah. Like, that's so radical, she's being so in your body. Crazy. She's hilarious. All of her podcasts are funny. So Why won't you date me? It. You haven't heard it? I've, I've heard, heard a few one, episodes. But I just, I have too many podcasts that I listen to. I know. I have a, I have a podcast problem. Yeah. Um, like, seriously. I just got my sister onto uh, my favorite murder, and I'm like, yes, someone else will talk about it. <laughs> okay, so I love talking about, like, dark things, but I swear, I'm just like, I can't get on the murder train, because my one of my sisters just is like, every time you get in her car, it's like, and that's when Susan's throat got slit by a man for a minute, and I'm like, what the f- you're just driving to H-E-B, I yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, podcasts are the best, I mean, obviously, obviously, um, um who, okay, so Nicole is up there, but who else do you look up to? Ooh. Are we going to say something so profoundly pretentious? Yes, yes. That was the it. first thing that came. Oh, my God. It sounds so dumb. I'm not going to say it now. Say it. it! We're in a safe space. No one will hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to hear this. Um, <laughs> I'm trying not to look up to people, but look out to people, if that makes sense. Like, mm. when you look up to a person, I think you put them on a pedestal mm-hmm. and like you kind of make an angel out of a man versus being like this person has shit too this this person does weird they're fucking things yeah, yeah they're not perfect so I try to like look to people to see what the similarities are or like I really I'm really obsessed with biographies so I'm always just like okay Oprah was 23 when mm-hmm. she got fired from her first she job she met Stedman when she was 32 okay so I'm just like I'm like okay I'm kind of um, which is a bad thing to do too, but um, <laughs> people that I admire and respect. Um, let me, oh God, that's a long list. So my mom, for I mean, obviously my mom, she gave birth to me. Um, Oprah, because she's Oprah. Like people made fun of her for her size, but she like bought shares or whatever in Weight Watchers and is now like making money off of that. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. So who's, who's fucking la- really? Yeah, who's it's fucking also laughing like now? It's like the most like body positive like system. Yeah, it's like hey, you're not like you're not a piece of shit. <laughs> you're still gonna eat food. It's fine. 
add some points or don't. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like exactly. just sign up and. Boom. And now like vegetables don't count. I don't. Exactly. Know. It's just hard to keep up. Anyway. I don't. I don't get it. Me I, I never. I, I can't count. It just. It's too uh, neurotic and it'll set me down a spiral. Um, Oprah, not to be like, oh my god, big buffer. You know, like to be. I don't know. I forgot the word. I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Oprah. Um, who else do I look up to for? Respect and admire. Oh, Melody Hobson, who is married to George Lucas. He did this thing called Star Wars or something. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know if you've heard of it, but like she's amazing. She's like this financial wizard. I think she was appointed vice chairman of Starbucks. Um, oh, wow. Their wedding was like where Oprah came up with the idea for Tiavana because Mike Schultz, who's now running for president, I whatever. It. Let's not go there. Um, Mike Schultz was there because, of course, he was, and yeah. Prince performed at her reception. Um, but all these, like, their wedding became this like convergence of ideas and influence and people, and like, she's just fucking cool. Like, I really, wow. Melody Hobson, um, Shonda Rhimes, of course. because. And not for, I'm not even going to say for writing, but because, like, just the concept of, I'm always fascinated by women who don't get married, even though I get people married. <laughs> like, who are just kind of like, oh, that's not for me. And are, like, open about it and not, like, oh, they feel bad Sad. or anything. It's fascinating to me. Um, the queen, because she's probably seen so much shit. She probably has so much tea to spill. And I just. That's what she keeps in her purse. All the tea. And probably a little bit of whiskey, too. <laughs> um, who else? King Abdullah II of Jordan. <laughs> Narcissism. <laughs> um, who else do I admire? That's so hard. I think, okay, this is going to sound so... Maxine Waters, because she's like old, black, and she still alive, and doesn't give a fuck. She's like, come for me, bitch. Like, yeah. in so many words, she's like, there's nothing like a wounded animal. And I just kind of live. I love, I really, I really love women who've reached a certain, like Jessica Lange, um, Renee Russo, Michelle Pfeiffer, like women who've reached a certain age and like have not let like the fact that they have wrinkles or gray hair or whatever, like defeat them. They're still like, I'm fucking sexy. I'm out here living my best life Meryl Streep mm -hmm. who like in my I've created like an alternate universe where I got adopted by a white family but it was like Emma Thompson and Meryl Streep were married and like Emma Thompson's dad was Anthony Hopkins so he was like my grandpa yeah um I think a lot but yeah just like women who are able to unapologetically be themselves Amanda Palmer she's a full fucking weirdo like a full weirdo. Wait, who is that? She's a musician. She married Neil Gaiman. I don't know if you've heard of him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but um, she wrote this book called The Art of Asking. She was in a band I listened to in high school called the Dresden Dolls. That okay. made me feel very like punk rock and very like <laughs> edgy and cool. Wait, um, what were you like as a teen? Besides, <laughs> even more pretentious, um, with like a third less self-awareness which is dangerous and highly annoying plus a teenager so horny all the time <laughs> so just a really dangerous cocktail of just being like oh, nobody understands me i'm so deep and not being deep or at, all. at all 
just being a regular degular teenage girl. So what would you tell your teenage self? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Calm down. Everything's going to be okay. Like, chill out. Like, I'm anxious now, but I was so high strung in high school. And I felt like, I think a lot of women relate to this about like, oh, I have to be a good girl. Mm. I got to be good. You know, I got to get all the the great grades and do everything and make everybody happy. But then, like, I remember just just turning 21 and being like, I don't know what I want. Yeah. I have no concept of self. Wait, what did you go to school for? Where did I go to school for? What did you go to school for? Uh, Journalism. Which is the the oddest thing because, like, it was right when Twitter. Yeah, when... There were no jobs, yeah. and our professors were like, "Don't do it." We haven't been in a newsroom in ten years. Yeah. Here's how to use Twitter. Um, but I was, I was telling Elsa, I was sitting in a therapy session, a couple six months ago or something, and my therapist was like, "So who is Jordan? What does Jordan want?" And like she could see the steam coming out of my ears because I was like, "Does not compute. Does not compute." <laughs> like freaking out because I didn't have an answer. Like, I, because I just didn't have an answer. That's a big question. That's a huge question. And I was just like, (laughs) and she was just like, so take a breath, (laughs) chill out. Um, But yeah, like, I felt like I played that role when I was younger of like, oh God, I got to be good. I got to get straight A's and this and this and then this and then this. And then like, but I wasn't necessarily doing it because I wanted to. Yeah. So just still trying to flesh that out and figure that out. Like, what does Jordan want? That sounds weird that I'm what talking about. <sighs> I see the steam. I see the steam. Oh no. Um so okay. <laughs> I actually like wrote this down in a Google Doc because Elsa knows I have a problem with making spreadsheets in Google Docs. It's a Doc. skill. It's I like love her. I know. Like it's it's a problem. Um I I wrote like I don't I never want to drown in the weight of a man's inadequacy. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be in shitty relationships. With someone who dims my light, I want money. Oh, that's what Oprah told Serena. Right? She's like, don't let somebody dim your light. Yep. Um, I don't, I don't know. I feel like there's like this radicalness in me that wants to come up. That the good girl part of me is still like, mm-hmm. it's still trying to push down. But I don't know. I just want to like have like fucking purple hair and roller skate through downtown and just be like, fuck off respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> like not give a full finger to somebody but like a half and yeah. then like <laughs> scurry away um, and make stuff and just be around people who are being awesome and I don't know just live in some level of community and solidarity and just be weird so you mentioned community yeah I read a piece when I was still at the current that yeah. you pitched for us about oh how Did finding I? black People, oh, young, gifted, and black in yeah. San Antonio. Yeah, San Antonio is so fucking hard. I mean, do you still kind of feel that way? Is it still hard? So I took a, I took a road trip with um, one of my sisters to see our other sister. And we had to go east of Texas. So we went through, like, Louisiana, Alabama, and stuff like that. As soon as we hit Louisiana, I mean, we're black. We grew up around black people, obviously. But, like, we were just, like, looking around. And we're like, oh, shit, I, I get it now. I get it when, like... Black people move from like Maryland or New Orleans or something and move to San Antonio and it's just different. It's not It's a different bad. shade of brown. <laughs> different shades of brown. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I think it's, you just have to make an effort 
And I think the older you get, the harder it is to make an effort to reach out to people, yeah. no matter what skin color or orientation or what have you. Um, it's difficult to just like take a chance and say, hey, or interact with people just because we get so in our heads about like, what if they don't like me? What if they think I'm weird? Uh, and we kind of keep ourselves from doing stuff, but that was a fun little piece. Um, not the current. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) um but yeah like you just have to like i don't know i love san antonio i had to learn not i had to learn but i learned to love san antonio because it's really i feel like it's really easy to dismiss as a city and be like oh nothing's happening here but then i think if you live outside of 410 it's easy to see oh oh, yeah but I always say city, San Antonio is like a city of introverts. Like at three and people are like, I got to go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this traffic is about to be ridiculous. I need to go home. Um, but yeah, I love San Antonio. That's cool. How did Brash come about and what is it? You know, um, I would go to networking events and there's always like some creepy old man <laughs> who would be like, take my car and I can teach you about marketing over dinner. <laughs> um, oh, awkward. Or I don't know. It just felt very uh times new roman there is no (sighs) substance it was just like oh i really want to connect with you it was like here's a business card get the fuck out of my face i'll never see you again type feeling so i started brash kind of in a self-serving way because i was just like i want to meet cool people and i'm not so maybe there are other enterprising business women who are out there let's just see um and it, start, it started that way, and it, it's kind of become this awesome community for people just to let their hair down and be themselves. Mm-hmm. And just be like, man, I don't know shit about accounting, but let me ask this question here, because I know if I go somewhere else, someone will judge me for it or make me feel dumb. Um, but yeah, it's just become this, I don't know. I mean, it's like earlier today, we had a, a breakfast, and um, which we do at the fir- first Tuesday of every month at the Impact Guild. Um, and someone was like, oh, she was just sitting in her seat. And she was so happy. She was like, this is like the best part of my month. Oh, my God. And I, I didn't really like fully take it in at the time. And I smiled and I gave her a hug. But it's like, if you have an idea about something, anything, like you never know how it will really impact another person. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's a short, a long way of saying like, you never know how needed you are until you like try something. So. And you know what I think is so interesting is when I first, I think I met you before you even started Brash, because then at that point you were like, you came into the store and you were like, like a fucking creeper. No, you Hi, were. Hi, Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we had a good combo, I remember. And then you're like, I don't know if I'm going to stay here, if I'm going to move to Austin. Yeah, I was, su- I was uh, super like, so you were, move back to Austin. Yeah, and yeah. you were on the cusp of trying to decide what you were going to do, and you saw an opening that you didn't know of or didn't have anything um, to go to like that. Mm-hmm. So you made it on your own. And now yeah. these people are saying that's the highlight of their month. And that's Ooh. just to see the whole growth of it is really, really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. Oh, man. That makes me awesome. <laughs> really you happy. made it happen. You oh made something gosh. out of nothing. Also, can I like tell, narrate the story of like how I like just showed up in your store one day and I was like, oh, hello, Elsa. <laughs> I got creeper. It was a dark and stormy night. I feel like storm- you got that a lot though, right? Uh, no. <laughs> it was a dark and stormy night. I'm just joking. Um, but it was so cool because I had been like 
insta stalking and just like seeing what Elsa was doing and I was just like holy shit that's just like there was one plus size consignment store um, in Austin and it was just kind of like a space there was no like and it eventually closed but there was no like I don't know if you're if you're ever privileged with just being in Elsa's orbit she's just so fucking cheery (laughs) right it's true it's true it's That's what like, Jessica hates about me. No, 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 no. Like, seriously, like, you can't be in a bad mood. Like, you can be like, man, fuck I this. Be bad- she can be in a bad mood, but it happens, like, once every three months. Well, no, no, not Elsa. I'm saying, like, you, uh, anybody oh, else yeah. cannot no. be, like, can't oh. really sustain a bad mood right. around her. Because she's just, like, so damn cheery, which is exactly the type of energy you want if you're coming into a store for plus-size women, mm. where it's, like, any other place you start to feel extremely self-conscious and like shitty about yourself and like you walk in and Elsa just like a beam of sunshine like you're perfect try this combo it's gonna look great on you and you're like oh my god it does look great on me and it's just... I just love that you get everyone's name and like make them feel like your best mm-hmm. friend like you're like yes mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's hard work but it comes naturally because it's awesome for people to come in. I mean, I wouldn't be there if people didn't come in. Exactly. And it's exhausting, but I love it. Because I can tell I can tell when I'm tired or mm-hmm. drained when I can't remember the person's name. Yeah. And they've been there before. Because um, otherwise, I'm really good at remembering names. Yeah. I don't know. I have a creepy association. Like, I've, I've had to temper it. Because I, for whatever reason, I will never, like, forget somebody's face. It's really, 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 really weird. Uh-huh. Like I can see some, but like Christian, I mean, if I, yeah, I I mean, yeah, but like, (laughs) I mean, people from first grade, like, or second grade, Christian Tomaselli, I don't know where he is, um, but just like, no, we don't, because I wrote, I I wrote him a note, it was my first ginger, that like, oh, that's right, I wrote him a note, like, do you like me, check yes or no, you were trying to be Meghan Markle, basically, but I was like creeping from the second grade bathroom, because you know, like, there's a class bathroom, which was probably littered with diseases, because we were second graders, and I'm like watching him read the note, and you know, my heart is beating, because I think this is the moment, and then he like throws the note away, and I was like, (gasps) crestfallen. I will fight him. And I walked over and I was like, when did you throw the note away? And my dumb ass didn't put my name on it. <laughs> Lesson learned. So next yeah. time you write a note. Remember their name. name is the point. Be more like Elsa and remember somebody's name. <laughs> oh my gosh. Love. That was interesting. <laughs> Dating. Dating is weird. Tell me about it. Dating is like <laughs> I don't I don't I don't get it. Like I don't understand what people want. Are we calling out some boys right now? No, I'm not. I'm, I don't know if I'm. Maybe I'm calling myself out because, like, I'm. I would be like, man, he's a fuck boy, and then you, you know, interact with an emotionally developed man, and you're like, oh, maybe it wasn't her. Like, maybe it was me. Maybe I have commitment issues. I mean, it could be. But it's usually him. Yeah. It's usually them. They're dumb. They're pretty bad. Yeah. Like. Also, don't send me, don't send me a badly composed dick pic, right? I don't want to see your feet. 
Ew. I don't want to see your toilet. Like if you're gonna, <gasps> like if you're, like you know, like bathroom shots, and then you see the toilet. Like I don't want that. And then, try then to, you're looking at the toilet. Like, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm looking at their vanity. Like what products are they using? Yeah. Like how are they grooming? And then I'm just they like, have to know that girls are nosy, and whatever else is in the photo is going to be right. They also subject. have to know that we're gonna share it, right? It's getting shared on a group chat uh-huh. immediately. Yeah. Like there was one when I lived in Austin where I I sent him a message back and it, <laughs> verbatim, medically, are you okay? Ah. Because it didn't, <laughs> there were questions. Yeah. I had serious concerns. I was worried for his health because I was like, that doesn't, I don't think that's supposed to look like that. Uh, I'm not joking. It got it shared cooking? around. Boils? Imagine, like, someone, I think they attempted a circumcision, and then the doctor, like, someone called the doctor, and he was like, oh, gotta go. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh, that poor guy. It looked painful? Yeah. And I was worried. Yeah. Did you ever hear a response? No. But I I, kind of... But he said that. That is insane. I feel like it was more like, this is what you're going to get. I don't want you to have any surprises. Yeah. Type thing. But I just, that got shared around brunch. Because I was like, am I, I'm seeing this. Right, right. I didn't think I was going to talk about a penis on here. I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, but dating now was very odd. And also, it's interesting because I thought, because I created this narrative, like, well, I'm plus size, and no one's ever going to want to date me. And then you, like, you get on a dating profile, and you're like, wait, oh. Did you create that narrative, or was that narrative handed down to you? Both. Yeah. I think it was, like, I was on that same thing. Especially, I don't know about you, I think sometimes mothers project their own body issues onto their daughters. Girl, that's a whole other episode. (laughs) Yes. Um, And so you're just like, uh, uh, and then, like, you create a dating profile, and people are like, oh, you're attractive. Or you go somewhere, and someone hits on you. And me being a dumbass, I don't realize that someone's actually flirting with me. I'm like... Oh, they're probably just trying to talk to that my friend. That was my struggle for a while. Yeah. No, like for real. Like, oh, they're just trying to talk to my friend who's like the skinny one or whatever. I'll just like sit here. I always felt like I was the club buck. Mm-hmm. Like they were trying to talk to a girl and I'd be like, ugh, get the fuck out of here. So that's what they got. Whoops. An eye roll. Or like just like, ugh, we're trying to have a conversation here. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it was bad. I would, I would completely like dismiss. Or if you're in, in an instance, and this is how you know you had have shitty friends um where someone is trying to hit on you but then like a a smaller friend is just like why aren't they talking to me Mm. yeah no and that's when you leave them and let them rot in their ashiness (laughs) Uh, (laughs) dating is weird dating is i don't know i feel like you learn more about yourself than anything else um and ghosting is weird although Mm. i've ghosted people I think we kind of forgot how to talk to people. We don't know how to have discussions. We don't know how to have discussions. We don't know how to be like, hey, like, I think you're great, but... But I just don't think you're a right fit. Yeah, and that should be a completely valid thing. And not like, fuck you, bitch, I hope you die. And it's just like, wait, what? Have you had that before? I've had a few. It's not like a constant thing where it's just like, or someone sends you a message and you don't respond within two minutes. And yeah. they're like, oh, who the fuck do you think you are? I had somebody do that to me today. What? Yes. Call him out. I mean, I, I don't remember his name. but Brosive some- Cunningham. <laughs> I'm like, stupid. Sorry. Apparently, I didn't respond fast enough to his liking. So he just unmatched us on uh, Bumble. Mm-hmm. And we've been talking for a few days. It was whatever. But I was jam-packed like with back-to-back stuff today mm-hmm. so i was like oh i'll get it t- i'll get to it later and then by the time i went to get back to it 
it was already gone. And I was like, well, I'm sure it wasn't froze. You did so, me a favor, yeah. huh? I'm sure it wasn't froze. Like, <laughs> like, oh, how's your day going? Also, okay, that's that brings up another unique point as a business owner. Like interacting with someone who is not a business owner, uh-huh. but like so doesn't understand like how your schedule works. Yeah, and that you really don't have time most of the time to get like oh, like can we meet now, right now in like two hours? And I'm like nah, no, we can schedule a time to like mm-hmm. meet. <sighs> mm-hmm. <gasps> how dare you have shit to do? Like, well, then again, like the, the the whole kind of numbers thing, someone knows well. Yeah, that's true. It is. I don't know. It's it's just we don't know how to talk to each other anymore. And there's like this weird like. There's like this evolution for women, right? About like career and blah blah blah. blah. But then there are guys our age who are looking for their moms, mm. and it's just like, oh, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. No, I'm not. I'm That's not, not part that. of my harmony. Sorry. No. So, I don't know. Do I think when I realized that I was, like, on the apps, like, on the toilet or, like, waiting mm-hmm. for the Uber or whatever, it was like, I'm bored. I'm yeah. not going to find anyone when I'm bored. Exactly. I'm not putting my full intent on that. Exactly. So. And also, like, I would have, I'll have, like, a love-hate relationship with dating apps where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to try. And then, like, I'm on there for six weeks, and then by the six weeks, I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> and I delete my profile, and I delete the apps off, and then in, like, eight weeks, I'm like, I'm going to try. And, I'm like, it's just this, this back and forth where it's just, like, I'm not really, I don't know. It's just something to do. Like you said, it becomes an activity, but not, like, I feel like the year that I met TJ was, like, he's totally my type. That was going to, like, yes, would have totally crushed on him otherwise. But I was too busy, like, wanting to do other things. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just like, nope, that's not what I want right now. Like, even if it wasn't consciously, I didn't pursue or I didn't try anything. I'd, like, stop my feelings. <clears throat> and then I went over to Elsa, and I was like, I think I'm in a relationship now. And then I went back a week later. I think I like TJ. And she was like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I love hearing She was like very, she, she was not, she was naysaying. <laughs> She and my sister were both naysaying. Really? Called out. Not yeah. because we didn't like him, because we didn't know what was going to happen. And yeah, how he would react. Like, so she was like, don't tell him anything ever. Okay, so. But who am I to say, look where I am. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Who, who, told, who told the other person they loved them first? Oh, I did. Because we were like driving somewhere and he wouldn't get me directions and we ended up arguing and I was like, I am sorry, I love you. And then it was like. <gasps> so you, did, you didn't mean it to come out, it just came out? I mean, I did. Yeah. And it just came out. And then it was like... Was there like fear at first? Or were you just like, oh, it's just, oh, it's out. I mean, for me, it was like, okay, well, it's out there. And for him, I knew it like... I told him like, you're not... You don't have to respond. Like, you take your time for all the things. So Mm -hmm. I get it. Like, you take your time for it. And he did it like a month later. So it wasn't like anything. But... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love I'm such an old hag. I like love <laughs> hearing love stories. It's the first question I ask couples. But then I'm just like, ugh, why is this man getting attached to me? And why is he like, oh god, I can't like I don't I don't know what the hell is like going on in my head. 
So do you want more like a Stedman kind of situation? Or do you oh, want a like full a... Stedman. Leave me the fuck alone. Go sit in the house. When we go out places, I don't need you. Be nice and say hi to my friends. But then you go sit in the corner and let me be the center of it. Yeah. It's completely neurotic. That's and it makes... valid though. Is it? I feel like that's really unhealthy. <laughs> you don't know that. I mean, I mean we, we're only might seeing be into some it. of it. Somebody might be into it. I don't know. We're but only seeing a little bit. Stedman seems really supportive. Yep. And he just like lets her do her thing. And he's not like... Oh, you're making too much money. Uh, I don't know how to feel. Yeah. I don't know if that's how Stedman sounds. <laughs> Has anyone heard his voice? Uh-uh. Does he speak? We've only seen his mustache. That's it. Exactly. He she doesn't just... have a mouth under it. It's just mustache. <laughs> <laughs> like, we call it from Hocus Pocus. Yeah. It's just soda. Yeah. More mustache on top. Anywho. Well... This is, this is like the longest podcast I've ever done. No way. Yeah. Really? Oh, Yay. Indeed. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> what, what do I win for talking so much? Unleash the balloons. <laughs> I got to get back on my elephant because I only rented it for like three hours. Um, well, Elsa, if you don't have a balloon budget. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Sponsoring, too. <laughs> Um, but thank you. Thank yeah, y'all. thanks for smut so much for coming on. Oh, thanks for smut. <laughs> what podcast? What did I miss? <laughs> what? Um, no, thank y'all for being amazing, for being awesome, for making women in this city and in this world feel like loved and special and awesome and like like they could do anything because they're like Cause well, they can. They can. <laughs> they can. And that's and that's the show, kids. Do awesome shit. Be weird. Be pretentious. Be pretentious. Talk in weird voices. <laughs> Half flick people off. Make little stabby motions make, everywhere you go. Make stabby motions everywhere you go. <laughs> go somewhere without a bra if you want or not. I, I don't know if I could do that. I can. I want to, but I have hit my boob in the door before <laughs> and it really hurt. Oh. So do whatever you want with your boobs or however they present and just be fucking awesome. Jordan, out. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have a mic, so I thought that could survive. Thank you for listening to the iFoo podcast with Elsa and Jess. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at at i2podcast. Listen on Spotify and make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes so you can get fresh episodes each week. And as always, own your iTunes moment. Goodbye. Bye.